According to Toastmasters International, I've given more than eight icebreaker speeches. According to the evaluations on my desk, I've given my contest speech more than eight times in preparation for this week's area contest. I see a connection, and it's not in how many times I've done the same thing. Do you want to overcome your fear of public speaking? Do you want to discover the leader inside you? Welcome to Toastmasters, where in one hour per week, we can help you do both. This is Toastmasters 101, and I'm your host, Kim Cragy. My area contest is this weekend. I have worked on this speech for over a month now. It's not a new story for me to tell, but it's been a rocky road to try to refine it. I've shared with you my plans to adapt my current path into a storytelling path. That's directly related to my contest speech. I've researched storytelling, the hero's journey, the quest, the fairy tales, the arc of a story, verbal storytelling, and frankly, it's exhausting. I have worked myself into a massive case of imposter syndrome. Have you heard of imposter syndrome? It's an overwhelming sense that you're faking it and everyone else is about to find out. How to deal with imposter syndrome? Google offers me hypnosis, mindfulness training, anti-anxiety drugs, and pep talks. I'm not going to talk badly about any of those. There are people who really need that kind of help. Oddly, what helped me the most was simple encouragement. Desperate for an audience to try out my speech on, I asked my weight loss program leader if I could practice before a meeting in front of my fellow weight loss club members. They were highly skeptical. Do they have to listen to a speech from a crazy woman in a hat? But they liked my speech. They not just liked it, they loved it. In fact, they asked me to do it again. And then every week since then, somebody has come up to me and asked how I'm doing, when's the contest, and they've wished me well. Granted, these are not my judges and Toastmasters. They're not even people who have been trained as evaluators or judges in our contest formats. They're just my friends who stepped up. Just like I stepped up when another of our members shared that her family member had just been diagnosed with dementia a situation I've been living with for a couple of years. I am not comparing caregiving for a family member with a debilitating interest with giving a speech to with a specific goal just to get to Paris. No, it's not the same level at all. But what this group offered me was encouragement, just as we offered to that woman some comfort and suggestions for her to get started down this very difficult path. When I went to a storytelling workshop earlier this month, and I'd highly recommend it if you're new to storytelling. I got really confused. That's where my brain started telling me that I can't do this contest speech. When we're new to Toastmasters, something inside our minds tells us that we can't do the icebreaker speech, that we shouldn't do the icebreaker speech. We fight a lot of internal battles with public speaking, far more than we're ever going to face on a stage. So much of what we face in public speaking isn't just the physical reactions of stage fright or the emotional response that we have to those physical reactions. Oh God, that's way too complicated. Let's break this down. Our bodies have certain responses to stress, regardless of what the stressor is. We fight, we flight, we stink. 
And maybe we do a combination of all three. So brides start to glow, as we ever so delicately call it. Or maybe just before a big event, we get into stupid fights with someone over something incredibly trivial, or we run away from the roller coaster or the viewing deck on the tall building or next to the Grand Canyon. We sometimes take our emotional cues from our body's reaction to the stressor. Our body is doing this thing, so I must be afraid. Or maybe not. Maybe you're excited. Maybe this is something that's truly wonderful and you want it, but your body's reaction seems to indicate that you're not happy. Do happy people break out in a sweat and get nervous? Why, yes, we do. When we're happy, we call it butterflies in our stomachs. When we're not, we tell ourselves that maybe we're about to throw up. Uh, Essentially, those reactions are the same physically. It's just how we frame them in our minds. If you're facing an icebreaker, and this is your very first time, please accept that your body is going to do all these horrible things to you and give the speech anyway. Your club is here for you. You can do this. Just this week, I saw a young man give his first icebreaker and he froze. He held his note cards in his hand and he still couldn't think, couldn't speak, and just stood there unmoving. I asked him to read the next line on his card. And finally, he did. All it took was for him to find the voice inside him and to let it out. I was so proud of him. He pushed through his stage fright. I am not taking credit for this. I just gave him the encouragement to do the next thing. He's the one who did it. Just like my friends at my weight loss group, they're encouraging me. Okay, one of them may have threatened to beat me up if she hears I don't go through with my speech on Saturday, but that's beside. Overcoming imposter syndrome takes bravery and a strong will and friends who will encourage you to do it anyway, with or without threats of violence. One of the things that I also did this week with my contest speech prep was to sit down with a friend whom I trust to be as honest with me as she can. Just by talking it out, talking through those points in the speech that I was struggling with, I found that the real problem that I was having, my first line in the speech was wrong, 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 wrong. I wasn't listening to my own instincts about how I should tell my own story. That frustration blocked me, and I needed that outside encouragement to push me through. I hear a lot of advanced Toastmasters who are frustrated with the idea that they have to give another icebreaker speech. Is that their instincts telling them that they don't need to go back and repeat this project? That they don't need to go back to basics? I'm not judging. There are lots of reasons to resist going back and repeating a task that doesn't seem to have any perceived value. Why waste the time and effort? That's a legit question and one that I think Toastmasters International needs to answer better to our advanced members. One solution is to reconfigure the level one and level two projects so that everyone has to do one single introduction to Toastmasters level that precedes the Pathways programming. I'm personally in favor of that. In the meantime, let me offer you some encouragement. Advanced Toastmaster who doesn't like repeating the project, don't think of it as an icebreaker. Think of it as another speech project where you're going to stretch yourself as much as the new member does when they stand up there for the first time. 
Try something wild, something outside your comfort zone. Try a new style, a new technique, a new voice. This encourages new members by example. Come alongside them and help them work through their imposter syndrome. We have no idea how much encouragement, understanding, and sometimes a simple question or prompt helps others until we receive it ourselves. Look, I agree. Repeating this many icebreakers as I have done sounds like it's a waste of time and effort. However, if the stress of doing another icebreaker is causing an emotional reaction in you, take a moment and examine why. Is it pride? Is it a belief that there's no point in going back and doing the same project repeatedly? Is it boredom? And I'll be honest, a lot of those old competent communicator icebreaker speeches were impromptu speeches that I gave at club meetings where we didn't have a speaker. They didn't truly introduce me to the audience. Even this last icebreaker turned out to be a review of a storytelling book and how I intend to change based on it. It's hardly an icebreaker. So if you're an advanced Toastmaster and you don't want to do another icebreaker, just think of it as stage time and give a speech that's hard. You can do it. I believe in you. Tonight, I'm doing my last practice run of this speech in front of my club. I'm giving them specific questions to answer to make sure that I've got this right. And on Saturday, we'll find out if I'm still on my way to Paris or if I'm going to spend the summer right here in District 10. Please don't forget to tell one person about Toastmasters 101 podcast this week. Surely you know someone who needs to find their voice and their leadership skills in Toastmasters. This podcast is created to help all of us. I appreciate the referrals. Our music is from incompetech.filmmusic.io, and this podcast is sponsored by Toastmasters District 10. I'll let you know next week how I do in the contest. But if you're not competing in a contest and your club has a contest speaker competing in an area contest, please go to that contest and cheer them on. It makes a huge difference when you have encouragement from your friends.